0: What's going on guys? My name is Ryan and I'll be our host for the IIFYP If It Fits Your Podcast Radio. I am extremely excited to be here, but before we start... If there's anyone out there who has no idea what IFYM is or how to calculate their macros, please email us. We're having a lifetime free promotion. IIFYMApparelCoaching at gmail.com We are back, and it is a Sunday afternoon, and we are excited to be here. Michelle and I, say hello.
1: Hello.
0: Here, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I that mic here for you. All right. We're going to continue with the uh, Q&A that we have uh, been absolutely killing. Uh, so what's the next question?
1: So Ashley uh, Bork asked, if it fits my macros but it's not healthy food, am I still going to get fit? And then, can I work out an area of muscle if it's sore? What kind of cardio can I do if my legs are noodles from the day before? Uh, how long after I start counting should I make changes to see different results? And can you still build muscle while low carb?
0: So this is like a ten-part question. This is going to be a, hopefully a short one, but a valuable one. Let's go through that first question in that series.
1: So if it fits my macros, but it's not healthy food, am I still going to get fit? Yes, as long as it fits your macros. But
0: so this is a the the, the short-term answer is yes. But if it's a continuing uh, habitual practice to you know get in the position to ask this question, the the answer is going to be no. So, short-term flexibility, yes. Long-term adherence, um, uh, no.
1: Yeah. So, this, you know. You want to eat a balanced intake, so.
0: Mm-hmm. And be flexible all- while you can. So, this is one of the, you know, the opportunities for you to be flexible because you need to. Um, absolutely, this is what we're here for. And to let you guys know that this is okay. Um, but if this is every day, uh, we're here to tell you that it's it's not okay.
1: <laughs> Everything in moderation, mm-hmm. so. But yes, if you if you have a favorite food that is more calorie dense, you can eat it in you know a certain amount that fits your macros, and it's not going to be detrimental to your goals.
0: Absolutely. So, like for example, the most in the most popular, um, the most popular way to describe this is you're you're going out with friends and you are looking to either drink or eat out, and you know how do I do this? Can I do this? Absolutely. Um, if you know what you're doing, you've been doing this for you know a few months, a few years. Uh, you know to either cut back before or you know limit yourself during. So, but it, it's the knowledge of what's being presented to you at the moment um, or in the moment that you can have confidence in. And this is a, a very um, good notion to 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 leave with, I think, for that question. Yeah. All right. What's that next one? So, uh,
1: can I work out an area of muscle if it's sore? it's kind of general, but in the sense, I know a lot of people who say that, you know, Oh, I can't do legs more than once a week because I'm still sore from the other Mm -hmm. leg day. But if if you never, you know, push past the soreness and add in a second day of legs per week, your legs probably are not going to grow as much as you're wanting them to.
0: Yeah. So you definitely can train when you're sore. There's no, uh, uh, limitations. Um, there's no hard science saying you cannot train when you're sore. Um, you just, you know, need to either auto regulate depending on how sore or close to injured you may be, or, you know, just a regular soreness where you just got a great workout um, and you're being a little bitch and you need to, you know, <laughs> do it again with a little bit more pain um, in the near beginning. Uh, once you warm up, um, it, it tends to go away or l- at least lessen. Yeah. It,
1: listen to your body, but um, yes. also know the difference between soreness and injury.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, if if you've ever played a sport, then you should be very aware of what that feels like and what the difference is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's it is important to be in tune with your body in that sense. Um, but in order for you to progress, there's going to be moments of uncomfortability, and that's going to be one of them. Is pushing past being sore and training whatever the muscle group is for a second time.
0: That's a good way to end that question. What's the next one in the series? So many know.
1: Uh, what kinds of cardio can I do if my legs are noodles from the day before? So, I would recommend doing cardio on your leg days then to avoid this more. But, I mean, you can do any any form of cardio.
0: In my opinion, this is just a, a structuring... Yeah, just don't, don't do cardio the day after. Because um, if you're going to do it once, um, and you have to, I mean, you're going to have to suffer either way. Um, yeah. But just try to not... Structure your um, absolute most grueling cardio session after your leg days, especially when you're just starting a program. Or, or know,
1: just do lists, Just walk. and yeah. You know, you're going to walk longer. It's definitely
0: the least stressful. Yeah.
1: yeah. That would probably be the easiest.
0: Just break it up. You know, go in the morning, uh, afternoon if you can, lunch break, night. You got a whole uh, chunk of time, you know, the 7 p.m. to 2 p.m. that uh, you can knock things out. Or 2 a.m. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Whatever works best for you, that you can yeah. adhere to. Uh, how long after I start counting should I make changes to see different results?
0: Great question. This is a a, a patience question, and for some people, you you never change. For some people, you change a lot, and because because and you change early because in three days you've lost you know six pounds and you need to add more food in. Or it's very. It, this is a very individual question, but. You will have a better understanding when the moment is in front of you. So, like, if you have, like, to answer this question, if you just had a week in you and uh, your weight has, you know, fucking gone way down or way up, then uh, immediate changes are needed. But it, you know, if you're point five, point seven, point, you know, a, a pound up or down, um, you know, give it a give it a week, uh, give it two weeks, give it three weeks. Just, um, it's, it's the progression of your goals. So if you're looking better, stay where you're at, um, or, you know, just judge from whatever perspective you have. Next yeah. question.
1: Uh, can you still build muscle while low carb? Uh, that's a very relative question in terms of what low carb is to you because everyone's different.
0: So in, in, from my, from what I know, um, so like there's <coughs> to the extreme portion of this, um, she could be mentioning keto. Can you still build muscle in, in ketosis or even a ketogenic diet with little to no carbs, or trace carbs? Um, I'm definitely on the fence about that. I'm I'm leaning towards no from from my knowledge, um, but I, I'm I'm not too sure with the new uh, studies coming out on the, the the adding in protein during a a reverse. During a yeah, during um, the surplus. Would be more beneficial than adding carbs in. So I'm I'm just on the fence. It, it's very dependent, and you know why you're even asking this question. Why do you want to be low carb? Is this for because you're scared of carbs, or is this because you have an in, intolerance of some sort? Um, but um, you know, re kind of reevaluate why, um, and realize training is heavily dependent on on carbs and glycogen and um, all that good stuff that makes training. Fun, if not bearable. So
1: right, and even with um, the new studies that say increasing protein is
0: um, it's more just beneficial, di- yeah, but it's that's
1: that's still after you've increased your carbs and have full glycogen storage. Yeah, point, yes, where you're full.
0: So yeah, yeah, it's a it's a so it's we a weird question. It's down. it's not a very specific question, so we can't very, we can't answer very specifically. So is there is there any more to that question? Yep.
1: So uh, biggest. I had was is it true that sugar and fast food does not make you fat or make your health fat and this is from I'm um, sorry if I don't pronounce this. Zavisnik anyway that's their question
0: what was the question?
1: is it true that sugar and fast food does not make you fat or make your health fat
0: <clears throat> this is sort of like the, the question previously asked but um, it's it's no short term no so yeah Go back a few, few minutes if you want to. <laughs> um,
1: and then we have what kind of cardio is best to burn more calories when trying to lose fat? From K stands 14. Well, uh, we've kind of addressed this before in terms of the fact that there's not a difference in effectiveness for cardio between hit and listen-miss, but...
0: But it varies, and, and you need to pay attention to you know what part or if you're part of the variance. So know yourself and adjust from how you're reacting, but you cannot react if you don't put in the work. So do the work, have the data on yourself, and then adjust. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But in terms of burning more calories in a shorter period of time would be hit, just because it's higher intensity, that means you will need less time to burn the same amount mm-hmm. of calories. But... Yes. It's still relative, still individual to what you like to do, what works best for you.
0: All right, moving on to the next question: Why the heck aren't we all taught about the importance of proper nutrition from a young age? And this is probably the best question um, from Haley. Um, this is a big one. This is uh, yeah,
1: why the fuck we are you?
0: we haven't we haven't actually discussed this too much in in the public um, because there is very polar um, opinions on this, whether or not children should track macros or even have the knowledge of, um, which I think people don't really uh, separate. So having the knowledge of and actually doing it are two separate things. Um, I think taking the responsibility of something is you know a mature and responsible act. But I think the knowledge of, if you know you know basic math and subtract and divide, and before you even know that you know how to use an app, and you know I, I think the future of uh, younger generations is we're going to have the knowledge to control how they how they function and and how they're hopefully hopefully like this is this is our goal. This is the big one. This is the big question. This is um, you know, do we do it for for Isabel? Absolutely not in terms of uh, hard numbers. Do we do it intuitively uh, based yes. on, you know, the little she eats and what we oversee that she eats? It's 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 just like it's but it's only because of of our effort and the, the work we've put in for ourselves which influences how she is brought up, and just the people around us. You know, my mom, her her dad, just people close to us, her brother. um, It's just, if if you're doing it, the people around you, if they're not, they're blatantly lying to themselves about a truth that can help them. Um, And it's just a responsibility that that, that is either taken or it's not. And that's the big question. Um, um, Whether or not, if we have the knowledge, will people do it? If they have the knowledge if it's right in front of them will they do it and that's a question we don't want to ponder on we want to just ask and we are asking and we're influencing and that's uh, what we've planned to do for the rest of our lives